Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is Mahmoudi, your host, and I'm with Frame Damage today. What's up, people? What's up? <laughs> Another um, week. Another awesome time. <laughs> that was awkward again. <laughs> this guy. Um, I'm laughing. I was because, you know, I was listening to our last um recorded episode and i kept saying hmm hmm and i think i got annoyed too i was just like hmm i gotta stop doing that so i'm gonna try my best not to sound like uh i'm listening basically you know what i'm saying because i do that i have to go hmm hmm." that's fine that's absolutely fine i'm gonna do my best not to curse so much because uh (laughs) it flows like water it's ridiculous like it just it's like diary of the mouth (laughs) I know that was a terrible like <laughs> picture, but uh, that, that's the best way I can describe it. Nah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, um, do you have that uh, sound thing on? What sound thing? Oh no, no, no. yeah, I have it, but I, I reduced the uh, the um, the strength, so I should be able to sound a little better okay. now. When something were, t- if if I were to go like past a certain octave, I should I should be okay. Mm. Okay, because you just laughed, and I think. Uh, oh no no no, off, I, I, so no no! I think no, I know. Do that. That, was, that was my mistake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey man, um, I appreciate you and coming I appreciate on, you having and me. I hope everybody's having a. Yeah, man, it's it's um, it's a it's a blessing to wake up every morning, you know, and to try to make a change. So today's topic, I uh. Actually, you came up with it. You said about pride. Yeah, like, like respect and... in, in that sense, right? So, you know, like, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, whenever it's, it's wherever you go, whether it's in the workplace, where it's at home, you know, a lot of people have difficulty understanding the concept of respect. And, and you know, it, <laughs> what happened? My cat's interrupting me. She's like meowing in my ear. Um, it, it's, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to uh, get a decent understanding, at least, you know, for me, like, for example, like in, in the workplace, you know, um, a lot of people don't get along. They don't know how to talk to each other, you know? So there's always this this level of discourse. And how do you thrive in an environment like that, you know? You just feel kind of miserable because you feel like you want to you wanna have a connection with the people you work with, but no one respects each other. So, um, for me, it sounded like you're saying that people don't know how to socialize. And so the first thing they want is respect. Then they Yeah, for the most part. Or... Some people usually demand it first and then they socialize. It, it, it's weird to me, you know? Uh, so, so it's weird that people can't exactly. socialize. Or, okay, gotcha. So, what do you, what do you, uh, from your work experience, what what is respectful and what is not respectful? Um, so I'll give you an example because that's the best way that I can I can explain myself. So when you work in an office and you have a slight blunder on paperwork, usually the response is, "Hey, like, hey, Mahmoud, uh, you missed something on this paper. You know, just letting you know, I corrected it." Um, I'm going to show you how to do it. So that way, you know, we can avoid this mistake again. You know, that's respect. 
that's 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 consideration, right? What I find disrespectful is let's say I make let's say you make that same mistake. I go, you know, and I go ahead and I just email all your bosses, I CC everybody, and I'm like, you know, people need to stop messing up. This is unacceptable. This needs to stop. That's disrespectful. That is that is so condescending and like rude. And that's demoralizing. How are you supposed to react when you see something like that? You wake up in the morning, you prepare for the day, you open up your email, and that's what you see. Right off the bat, you're starting the day off or starting the day off wrong. So I I I I think that the the first verbal warning uh would be basically forgiving, right? Um like the second or third time and it's it looks like a pattern, then yeah, sure, you should send an email. But if you're in a place of power. Uh, like, for example, the boss you gave the example of, which maybe exists or doesn't exist, but they're out there. I, I, I know their bosses are like that, that are not forgiving. They they want it 100% perfect of the time, and we see their flaws uh, as, you know, uh, basically the people that work below the supervisor or the um, corporate level, seeing that this is the mistakes they're doing, and we fail to mention that as well. But when we do mention it, I see that the respect is not there because of the title and um, so many other things. So the first thing is if you're a great leader, you, you should be um, all around it, like an example, not just a leader. Based oh, yeah. On title. You see that a lot in, in, uh, uh, in many workspaces, people that rise to power and, and they find you find them abusing that. And typically people that do that, you find that they don't really have a lot of control in their lives or they don't have people that respect them. So in a, in a weird way, I guess mm-hmm. their reasoning in their minds are, well, if I'm not getting respect, why do I have to dole it out? You know, why do I have to be the paragon here? Like, why do I have to be the example? Why don't you guys do it? I got here first. And it's like, no, dude, that's, that's wrong. That is so wrong. And you just what you do is you create a toxic space and then everyone will separate and everyone separates yeah. from you, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's what they yeah, want. Probably. I don't know. Do Maybe that's, that's exactly what they, what they want? want, man. This yeah. place is too nice. This needs to stop. I hate you all. <laughs> Y'all suck. Get out of my face. Don't talk to me. I think I think I've seen I've seen supervisors that um that don't do their work like as in if a worker asks for help and a a supervisor has that experience level uh since you know they moved up ranks or whatever it is um they know how to do the work but they choose not to um they'll just literally tell you what to do but not how to do it and so in a lot of workplaces you learn on the job and so people expect you to have like this software or whatever downloaded in your head that will automatically do things uh, that you don't have an experience with so yeah that that's that's just yeah the respect level of that person just decreases when it's just like that's your first day at work and you make a mistake and you're being you know instead of uh critiquing in a way where you don't offend somebody they just say it without filter words right out of my freaking head good job that is amazing like it's so it, 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 
no, it's 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 fun because I see it. You know, I see it. I see it. I've I've been there. You know, and it sucks. It yeah. sucks so bad when you're placed in this awkward situation where you need help, and and the person that you're supposed to look to for help does not want to help. There's nothing more frustrating when yeah. I asked when I used to like when I used to, I used to I, I used to work um as a as a screener with TSA. Now I do corporate, but right. I used to wear the uniform. I used right. to do the, the usual. And whenever I was uns- you know, no, when I was whenever I lacked the confidence, when I, le- sorry, whenever I lack confidence in a certain area and I want to approach it and I don't know how to approach it, I look towards my yeah. leadership. And when you go to your leadership and they tell you figure it out, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, no, really, really? Is they that what you've been told? The wolves. Oh, geez. you know. So, what oh, are you supposed God. to do in that scenario? Mm. You know, and then you don't. <laughs> that that kind of environment destroys you mentally, and it destroys your sense of confidence. So now, every time you try to approach a situation, mm. you don't know what to do. You're scared because you, right? Really, you know. Mm. I, for me, for me, I when I see a problem. For me personally, I just try to solve it on my own. And if I do ask for leadership, I, you know, I, I give them certain things that they only could handle versus something that if it's possible for me to use quote right. unquote common sense, right. because it's not when it comes to certain, you know, positions and stuff like that. Um, and if I do it wrong, then I know that mm-hmm. the supervisor didn't tell me, you know, and it, it falls right. on them. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, you, you, but I, I you, you try to apply common sense in these scenarios, right? Because that's the that's the best way. That's like the mm-hmm. best thing you know. You know, like your street smarts. You know, you you feel that you can take prior experience and bring it to another area, another environment. But sometimes you don't know what's right and what's wrong in in that scenario when it comes to procedures. You know, there's a, there's a there's a there's usually like yeah. maybe there's a script you have to say. There's a scripted like. uh a scripted speech that you have exactly. to give yeah. to certain yeah. people in certain scenarios. Maybe your 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 procedures don't allow you to do certain things, and that is where the confusion and the fear comes in, because your leadership it doesn't want to get up and show you the way. And honestly, for the most part, yeah. everyone I've ever because I've trained people in, in that job, and believe it or not, like everybody else, yeah. they come into this job and they are nervous. They don't know what to do. And it's fair because not many people will freaking sit here and have prior experience telling people, hey, take this out of your bag. Hey, you can't have this. You can't have that. You know? So I try to guide them. Yeah. If they make a mistake, I don't yeah. I don't berate them then and there. I pull them to, after they're done, I pull them to the side, like, hey, what you did was good. I like that you took you took the you took uh you took the initiative to try this, but you missed this. So let's go ahead and work on that so that you can become better. And what that does is it fosters a level of confidence in somebody. Now they feel like if I approach the situation again, I know exactly what I need to do. I know what to expect because that, you know, it's that stupid saying, right? Fear, uh, we fear the unexpected, right? So when we understand what we're doing, when we're given tasks and we have an understanding and the people that are in charge of us foster a healthy work relationship, um, you become confident. You're able to approach these tasks. And on top of that, you become more confident to try more things. Now, because you have good leadership that's behind you every step of the way, you know confidently that if you take a, if you take a step back, they will pull you forward to bring you on the right path.
And that is that's that's respect. That's that's when you start developing respect, that admiration for people like that. You know, you know, I think uh, uh, things have changed before people used to be put in those positions versus now people apply for these positions. You know uh, you, are you saying, I'm sorry, like, I, I don't mean to interrupt. People, are you saying like the, the people, yeah. the quality of the person is different? Like when a, like if, if, in, for example, uh, the quality of a person changes depending if they're already in the organization and get to that point versus someone applying straight for that, that position. Uh, all right. So basically what I'm saying is like, I'll give you an example. So let's say like you work at yeah. a security office. You say you work for security and you, you, what you're, what I'm asking is in your case, are you saying that the quality of the person is different uh, for someone that is in the organization that moves up to that position versus someone that comes in from the outside straight to this position? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That, that, that's uh, for me in, in my scenario, both of those two things are the same. Right. This, oh, this is so? this is uh, the thing I was trying to. Get. Yeah, because uh, if if people think they could do something versus they can't do it, people won't say that you're, you can't do it. A higher up will tell you you can't do it. So for me and my scenario is that a leader is like, let's say if there's 20 people, let's say there right. was hunter and gatherers. Right. So in those 20 people, people never said. Yo, I'm going to apply the position of a leader. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like the dude was just like, yo, this dude is alpha. Like he's big, pause. <laughs> um, he's strong. He, he's very smart. No, no, you're good, <laughs> man. Listen, it's 2021, man. Everything's accepted. Hold that. Nobody's touching you, man. You're good. You're good. Hey, my, my booty. That was a hey, That's a yo. big fire for you. I don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fire for this man! Somebody cool. So, yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'll say, like, in those twenty people, uh, you could just see that person who stands out. Like, people look for guidance for that person. Like, you know, when you're seeking advice, you go to uh, one person. You don't really venture out to like a, a supervisor for advice all the time you ask your coworkers because maybe one coworker is the most intelligent from all of them that are working there like some coworkers you know they know more than supervisors you'd be like how does he know versus the supervisor mm. doesn't know you know what i mean so those people i think should be appointed as supervisors and those people actually don't want to become right. supervisors you know what I mean? They don't want to be leaders, but they are leaders. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Because the position of the position of power is is kind of looked down upon. You know, like I know that when I got mm -hmm. into a position of leadership, people started changing. Like it was crazy. Like I would say good morning, and it was just one title, and I forgot that I had this title. I just mm. was myself. You know. And I continued my routine, but just because of my title, people were just like, nah, I don't like you anymore. You're wow. going to tell me what to do. I'm like, uh, that's crazy. I mean, like, yeah, you know what no. I mean? I am going to tell you what to do because, yeah, how, I know how, how this thing works. I know how I you know feel. How actually. So like with with, uh, yeah. with TSA, there is uh, the TSO and then you you can take a, like a um, you, you take a you can get an interview 
you can apply for like the lead position and then you go to an interview they interview yeah. you that you answer the questions that they like you yeah. or you answer the questions well and they like you then you'll make it to yeah yeah it's not, i'm not divulging like you know government secrets or anything this is just like career progression that's not like you know that's not like information that's secret you know it's 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 everyone can access some stuff like that okay. anybody can look that up like publicly yeah by all means oh really do, okay. all you have to do is google like the the career progression of a tso and it's there it's all is out in the open for anybody to read but for the most part, like okay. when when I was TSO, and this even goes back to when I started doing security back in 2012, um, and I always yeah. ask the same thing: Why don't you guys apply to become supervisors? Oh, we don't want to do or or leads or whatever is the next step from where you are now. And I, I get the same answer, the same answer, no matter where I went, the same answer, and that was: I don't want to deal with the trouble. I don't want to lose my seniority. Right. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with that. In the end of the day, right. they they are living a comfortable life and they cannot accept change because now that's threatening. Yeah, that's threatening to you, you know? That's another. So then yeah. what happens? That's definitely another thing. I, I hear that mentality. I don't like that mentality. I'm a go-getter. I'm going to try to to advance. So that's what I did and I made I got the position. And then what do I hear? Oh, he's only been here for a year and he got it. Oh, he's kiss his ass. Oh, Whoa, this, this guy, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna listen to him. He ain't. Oh, you know, you you kiss you at your brown nose. I'm like, dude, no, <laughs> no, I worked hard. Mm. You know, some people have right. it, it's crazy because you have this struggle. People yeah, strive. I strived, I asked questions, I did things that uh that were outside of my comfort zone, and I learned and I brought that with mm -hmm. me to the interview, and they liked that. And they, you know, within a year I made lead. And um people freaking hated me. The attitudes were so different. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy to see how people can quickly turn on you when you want to when you yeah. want to better yourself. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what I mean by respect, you know, yeah. like there's no respect yeah, anymore, I see that. you know, maybe that was maybe maybe it was mm. easier. I've known I can't speak because like most my, my professional career started when I was 22, 23, 22 about. And, you know, it was a little easier back then. But as the years went on, you start to see that lack of respect. And I don't know what it is. I can't. Mm. I can't pinpoint where it, where it began, but it, it's prevalent and it's there and it's 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 annoying, you know. I just... Yeah, the human psychology when it comes to like uh, power and listening to uh, another person, it t it takes a lot. It's not just your title. It's not just your personality. It's it's something else that's missing. Like I I, I don't know what it is exactly, but. For example, I was speaking to one person and I saw this person being beautiful. I was just like, hey, man, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, being beautiful. yeah, like you're, you're, you're an attractive Ooh. person. What's 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 your problem? You know, like you you your attitude is trash, <laughs> you know, like I understand. Yeah. Like you're you're yeah, bro. Like, OK, look, if a man and a woman were supposed mm -hmm. to be together. There has to be some sort of, you know, agreements and disagreements, and it comes down to uh, agreeing to something. And if you don't agree, and it's a big thing where it, it, it could, you know, change your you guys are 
you know, you guys' lives, that's just, it's going to destroy a lot. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? And, and, so if you, if you have a very strong head, that that's cool, but you have to learn to, you know, um, basically adjust. And when people can adjust, just like how, if you get into your position and people can adjust from you being a coworker to now a supervisor, it, it's, it's like being hard-headed and not being able to accept now that you're going to listen to this person. Yeah. Going you back know? on your, on your, um, on your statement about couples, right? That's like another, that was, that's, you know, that's, yeah. that's an interesting thing. Cause it made me think about like my relationship, you know, uh, when I was dating my wife at the mm-hmm. time and we were in high school and stuff like that, what helped right. me was I was very flexible, you know? Um, and, I've been like that most most of my life with my wife with the 14 years that we've been together and it's so interesting it- <laughs> yeah it's like, a, like I said like I said last week it's like a fairy tale right and I learned something very important about that right so that nah, nah, you don't know what say what you know what oh, no, I didn't even hear is, you right? oh I'm simping. simping oh are you simping for me no no I'm simping for your wife that's a topic for next week <laughs> that's a good topic that's a good topic nah, for next nah, week. We'll, yeah. we'll touch on no, that next sure. week, people. But yeah, yeah, to go yeah, back yeah. to what I was saying. It's actually <laughs> to go back to what I was ahead. saying. Yeah. I've learned something important about respect. And sometimes, and this is you know, this is a hard pill to swallow for some people, is that respect in a relationship is the willingness to sacrifice what you want to make your partner happy. That flexibility. Mm. I'm not saying that you have to the where where you can never meet a middle ground, but sometimes to meet your partner halfway, you have to realize that your desires are are not as, you know, their desires are more important than yours, you know? And that, mm. was, that was a very interesting lesson I learned with my wife. Um, how did I learn that? that? Oh, dude, lots of, lots of, uh, yeah. lots of really crazy experiences, you know, like, um, um, What's what's one main thing you remember? You're like, hey man, I got to just simp and say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna use simp because this is funny. Uh, it's a good thing that you do listen to your wife and and, um, and you know she listens to you. It's, yeah. it's it's equal. A lot of people be like, oh, he, he's a he's a wife pleaser. Like that's not bad. You you know you right, gotta exactly. go home, right? And, like you want to yeah, fight with somebody? Like, yeah, that, stupid. Like, like they don't about? know my relationship for the most part. They do it. No, they do the same thing. Yeah, at it's, home. it's, it's so funny. funny. You know, they talk a lot of sh- you talk a lot of ish, but like, see, see you yeah. see that? You see that? But I the thing is, that. you're I being honest myself. about your relationship. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, <laughs> I need an applause. If I had a if I had a sound effect, I would definitely add in an applause. Like everybody, <laughs> put a little duck sound. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like this mother, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that. But no, um, you know, it's so funny. They they always criticize me, but they don't know my relationship. Like my wife respects me greatly. You know, yeah. she's. I think they're jealous. That's what I feel like. They don't have that type of love, and they can't work for something like that. So they just look and say, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah." I hear that. I hear that a lot know? too. People will tell me that, like, "Oh yeah, they just don't listen to them. They're just jealous." You know, and it's it's crazy because like, um, she she is. Not she never sugarcoats anything with me. When she wants to talk about something important, 
she she gives she she gives me that raw emotion and she doesn't hold back and i respect that i love that about her she has the respect to not lie to my face about the problems that we go through and we always talk it out wow you know like i remember that's, when that, i was that's very rare to find in a woman bro like women you know they they're very indirect on when they what they're trying to say and as men we want it direct so we could just solve the problem versus trying to figure things out you yeah. know I think in relationships that, that happens a lot where you say something very indirectly or you'll be upset for like three days and not tell that person why you're upset. And it just piles up to a problem in an argument when really you could just say, hey, this is what's bothering me. And boom, that's your answer. You know? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's so, funny for her to be straight up. it's so funny that you say that because believe it or not, you know that when a man solves a problem like their testosterone rises, the levels of testosterone in their body go up. It's so interesting. So men always want to solve crazy. problems. That's why we always have disconnects with women. It's so crazy, right? So a woman doesn't want you to solve their problems. They just want you to hear their problems. But the man and you are, you're a man. Yeah. You want to solve problems because it makes you feel good. You feel accomplished. You're like, you know what? Maybe you should do this, this, and this, and this. And, it, and it's so funny because the, the woman is like, I don't, I'm not looking for a damn solution. But if I had the solution, I would have done something about it. I just want you to hear me, hear me out. You know, like I remember yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me and my wife had this fight. Right. So there's this thing where it's about asking for help. Me, I'm someone that do not bother me when I'm doing a task. If I want your help, I will seek you. But don't bother me. Don't talk to me. Let me finish the task. So she'll come in. She'll try to help. I'm like, stop. Stop doing that. Stop. Yo, stop. <laughs> and then she gets upset. But I'm getting upset because it's like, stop. If I need your help, I'm going to ask you. Meanwhile, she'll do something. She'll struggle. And then when she's finally had enough, I'm like, okay, it looks like she needs some help. Let me go ask her. Hey, do you need help? She hates that. She wants me to be readily available to be like, hey, you're doing something. I see you're doing something. Do you want my help? <laughs> Yo, I'm holding back my No, no, no. Go ahead and laugh. It's fine. This is an open deal. No, no. I, didn't, I wanted you to finish so people could hear, you're but good, I'm you're dying. Good, bro. You're good. <laughs> So, you know, like I was building a chair one time and she kept touching the leg. I said, stop, stop it. Let me do this because it makes me feel good to, to fix this on my own. I, the sense of accomplishment I get with the, even the menial tasks of, of putting something together and finishing that task is good for me mentally. But my wife can't stand the fact that I don't ask her for help. It's so interesting, you know, you, you ever, you ever deal with that yourself? Yeah. Um, like trying to find, uh, well, like, let's say if I have a problem and I'm trying to figure right. it out and if I get a sense of accomplishment by figuring it out on my own, yeah. um, do you, do you nah, feel like, really, do, you, do you feel like someone's invading your space when they ask you for help? When they, when they ask you if you want help? Um, I, I, if I'm doing something right and I know what I'm doing leave me alone right <laughs> but if i'm struggling and i see that you're not helping me then i'll get pissed off because it's just like you see me struggling now but when i wasn't struggling you're trying to help like you're just you're in my way basically you know what i mean it's so funny because like i i look at it differently um if i'm struggling and i see you you see me struggling i don't really like get upset i'd be like you know what hey you now that you're available can you can you help me out you know, 
that's that's when I start asking for help when I'm like finally like mentally like I'm trying I'm like I'm at my worst like I have no patience I'm like oh this task sucks I don't want to do it anymore help me out here come on two people takes two right uh, <laughs> that's mm. interesting that we we can't we you know we we kind of agree but we we uh that we have a different we have a set of con we have contrasts on that we're different in that sense yeah ain't that a beautiful thing mm. <laughs> yeah definitely is. So, so, um, so I was talking to this person, right? And I was just like, you know, you could, you could, you, like, this person has like a, uh, a good career, um, you know, is responsible, but I think the childhood of that person was missing because that person didn't have a father, um, you know, daddy issues, my, my mom, mom was doing something else and, so, uh, I, I saw like a very cold and dark side and I was trying to show that, you know, everybody out here is not trying to, you know, be like how you went through your time, like, you know, through child abuse or anything like that. Things change when you get older because now you have the knowledge to not let it happen to your future generation and to yourself later on. And if you carry this for the rest of your life, you're going to, you're going to kind of drown. You know, I think when you get older and your experiences uh, become more solid, you know what I mean? And you're you know how to respond to some experiences that 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 solidity, it, it, it's it could be good and bad. Yeah. And for that person, it was very bad. It was like you're walking around with a dark cloud mm. and people want to help you, but you're not allowing the help to come. So it just causes damage to the person that is trying to help you. You know, yeah. it's just like, I don't understand why you're not getting help and you can get help. And that leads to like uh, being alone and then wondering why, you know, uh, things are not working right. out. And you, if you practice that for very long, I think that habit is close to unbreakable. Oh, for sure. Know? For sure. And uh, again, like it's so it's this is why I love talking to you, because like a lot of the things you bring up, I've had my my hand in some of these experiences. Um, so like when it came to a childhood, like, you know, a bad childhood, um, I didn't have like the worst childhood, but it, it sucked. Mm -hmm. You know, it was me and my younger brother. You know, we live we grew up in a very, very like super religious family with a very super religious family. And a lot of the things that we wanted to do, we couldn't do because um, they deemed it, uh, I guess, diabolical or or uh, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, it was it wasn't proper. Another word for something that's not proper. Um, mm -hmm. uh, God, it begins with a D. It's killing me right now. Um, shoot, whatever. Your vocabulary is better Dude, than mine. No, it's killing me right now. <laughs> so like, you don't ah, understand. It's frustrating. My, it's frustrating right now. It's killing me. I need to know. Um, the, oh God. No, no, letter, no, 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 no. It begins with the D. It's, um, God. Deviant. Boom. Deviant. There it is. Deviant. So, like, hey, yeah. Hey, Paul. Um, so, I said the letter D. You didn't say A-O. You were just... Chill, because it's 2021, boy. <laughs> fire for you you're the one to put focus on that yeah. not me that's not me son that's not me 
That's you. Begins with the letter D. <laughs> okay, so oh my, yeah, so David, so like I couldn't have certain posts. Like when I was a big nerd, right? I couldn't have certain posters on my wall because, according to my sister, God did not make people in that way. So why do I have that pagan silliness on the wall, right? I used to have this collection of Pokemon cards that was given to me by a friend. It was like a hundred cards. And then my sister threw that out and was like trying to tell me a story about how you can liken Pikachu to Legion. Now, I am not against people practicing religion. I am against people abusing people through religion. And I felt that that was something that we dealt with growing up. So my, my limitations were gospel music, classical music, and staying at home playing video games. I couldn't really have much of a social life. So me and my younger brother, we were very awkward growing up. You know, we didn't know how to communicate with people because we couldn't really hang out with people. You know, I couldn't go to a freaking sleepover because my sister said I was going to get raped in my bed in my sleep. And I'm like, what the hell? No, I don't think these guys are after my booty. Oh, Jesus. I mean, uh, listen, I could walk. It is possible that I can step outside my door and get hit by a car. But I, am I going to stop myself Definitely. from going outside? It is very possible that I'm driving on the road, and a chunk on a and a rock comes off of. Hey, cat, what you doing? And a rock a rock comes down and wrecks my shit, <clears throat> wrecks my ish. Sorry, you know I'm not going to be. Why, why am I going to sit here and fear experiences because of, there's a possibility of something negative happening? Then I'll never be able to go outside and enjoy life. You know, you have to accept risks when you do anything. So, so, uh, I know, I know you just vented. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. Anyways, let me go back on top. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back on top. So, so, yeah, so, um, the, the, the dark so like cloud. it came to a point where me and my brother, we're in our, we are in our adult years and I've come to take my experiences and learn from them. I have people in my life that help me move away from anger and to more to a, towards acceptance. And I didn't let the fact that I had, I had no father in my life stop me. I, you know, I, I didn't let those negative experiences determine who I am today, who I, who I became to this day. But my younger brother, you know, he was looking for satisfaction. He was looking for someone to tell him, hey, good job. He, you know, he didn't have that, especially amongst, especially God, amongst mm -hmm. his friends. So... You know, he went down a dark path. He burned bridges with my family and his friends. And he's very much alone. You know, sometimes I get messages from him and they're really toxic. Like, hey, I remember the one time he told me like, hell, I was like, hey, hey, happy Thanksgiving. I said, oh, how, how are you doing, man? What you up to? Oh, nothing much, man. I'm just sitting in this car, freezing to death, homeless. What am I supposed to do, Mahmoud, when I hear that? How am I supposed to wow. feel my younger brother? Wow. You know, and that, that speaks <sighs> volume. That speaks volume, man. So, you, you know, that goes back to what you said. You know, you can't you can't become absorbed in that because then you become a, you become very alone and it's going to be a hard habit to break. Yeah, that, that's tough. You just you just yeah. that was very dark, man, like getting a text from someone that you care and love about, but you can't help them because helping them is actually damaging. Right. And the thing more. is, even if I did help him, he wouldn't accept it. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's exactly the, the same character exactly. I was dealing with, you know? It was just like, you know, I'm trying to help you, and it's just like, nah. So it comes down to basically this topic uh, that people um, are comfortable where they're at and where if you 
try to lead them to better, they there's no acceptance for that because they're good where they're at. So do you leave them where they're at and then let them complain or do you try to guide them? Well, I would hope I would hope that you try you know? to guide them. And if they don't accept that, you know, if you don't, if you, you, you can, all you can do is open the door. If you, they don't walk in, there's not much more that you can do. There's only so much support you can give someone before you realize that that's, that your help is not, is doing more harm than it is doing good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, that, 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 that's challenging for me because as a Muslim, uh, we, basically what do you call it we follow the hadith right that's basically what the prophet used to do peace be upon him so i imagine if the prophet because he was the the best person to ever live in this Mm -hmm. earth right all the examples given and stuff like that i've seen changes happen when i do follow that and people don't even realize it is what i'm doing you know They'll be like, why are you so kind? And I'm just like, hey, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> I'm following somebody. That's why I'm, I have this idea. You know what I mean? I'm not going to take full credit. But once you mention religion, it's just like, oh, nah. <laughs> this guy got it from the Quran. Oh, the no. Quran? <laughs> and I'm just like, wait. you, yeah, like <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you know, this is what basically saved your life just now, right? Oh, my God. And God. it's just like, it's just like the title of a supervisor. You, when you get the title, it changes people's minds. Why is some words, uh, like a trigger for certain things, you know, like certain things that will change a person's, uh, treatment towards you that, that makes no sense. Like, so I, I totally forgot today mm-hmm. is Friday. Right. And I pray on Friday. So I had this prayer hat or it's called a topi. And I wear that to a T-Mobile store and I walk in and all eyes on me and I'm just like, okay, cool. I look good today maybe, but I forgot I had that hat on and this girl kept looking up to my hat and I'm just like, what the hell is she looking at? But I was just like, it's fine. Uh, I, I forget that I have the hat on and it's important of what I say and how I treat right. this person. So um, I am an example if I'm wearing that hat. You know, I could be a bad example or a good example. So the title of a Muslim or a title of a, a, a husband that you are, a title of a father, you carry responsibilities. And so you're judged more on your title. You know right. what I mean? And that's a, and that's it's so sad that people, yeah. you know, and I'm pretty sure when she was looking at you, she had some negative thoughts. I'm pretty sure like that, that I can't I can't even I can't even understand that. Right. Like judge me by my actions, not by, you know, not by my appearance. In, in the beginning, she was like that, but afterwards, she she actually was very relaxed and calm, you know. And, because and that was because dope. your actions like probably that. showed that hey, I'm friendly. I'm not here to hurt you. Yeah. That's yep. important, you know. Mm-hmm. So let people talk. Let people think what they want. In the end of the day, your actions speak louder than your words, right? So how do you show your worth? That's by by displaying. What it's you know displaying the best of yourself, displaying your best qualities. This is my this is the best me that I can that I can muster up in front of you guys, so you can see what I'm capable of. And 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 in the end of the day, people will, will either take that and and become and admire you, and that will foster an uh, a, an environment of respect, or they let negative emotions 
cloud their judgment. And then you have things like hate and envy and, and, and anger and uh, distrust, you know? And, and that's when you really yeah. see people for who they are. Yeah, that's 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 something that's very important. I, I that the one one thing I was trying to finish uh, before I went off tangent was that when um what do you call it? Oh damn, Ray Four. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, the the hadith, the hadith. So if I'm doing something, I I wonder what the prophet would do. You know, like if the prophet was facing to this situation, what would you do? And that that takes a a a big thing in in, in my practice. Right. It's like in this world, you know. And so when I see somebody who's helpless, do I keep helping to the point where even I'm exhausted, or you know what I mean? Because if he was the best man and he knew like how people were and everything like that, and he was, you know, um, basically guided and everything by God, it, it, it's 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 hard to um do what he did but you got to try your best and and i question myself how far can someone go you know and yeah that that's 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 something i i yeah i wonder the thing is like you know for being you know for for a being such as so and in these like for these these omnipotent omnipotent beings that that um that that basically create these rules in religion and that are, are ad- admired and are, are uh, worshipped. These people are the, like, are the paragons of society. Like these are the utmost, most moralistically positive people. And, you know, we try to strive. To- well, wait, wait, you said worship as in worship the prophet. Yeah. Like, for example, like you worship. No, no, there's, there's no worship. Oh, I'm, no, no I'm not, to I'm not prophet. too. Was I so also oh, there's no worship. No, oh, no, no, So, so there's, 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 no, no, that's cool. That's cool. I just, you know, you know it's, it's an education to listeners too. Yeah. So the prophet, peace be upon him, was a messenger, just like all the prophets that came. So we respect every prophet right. equally. And so, um, in the Quran, it says that, uh, there's one God, which right? is Allah, right? And, right. Allah means God in Arabic. I mean, Allah. Is God in Arabic? Right. Oh, so that's okay. So, so I just want to make sure you said Allah means God in Arabic. Okay, right. So, like Christians, Christians that are Arabs, they say Allah. Mm-hmm. They they don't say God. Oh, okay, you know? gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just a language, like a a, a word for God. So, um. Yeah, so so uh, there's only one uh, higher being, mm-hmm. which is God, or Allah. He's the only thing you could worship. Um, and the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is his messenger, ah, just like Jesus, got you. just okay, like I understand all I understand of them. Right. So, so a prophet is a, a person who delivers the message from God. So in 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 that sense, in 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 that religion, would that also mean that everybody that practices mm-hmm. the practices your religion would be considered prophets as well? No. Okay. No. So it's like uh, that person has to be chosen by Allah. Okay. Understood. Right. understood. And and he, he is the last messenger. So there's no more. Um, ah, okay. After. Gotcha. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so In interesting. Thank you for that. that yeah. Thank you so much for that. 
Yeah, you're welcome. See, I, that's why I'm talking yeah. to you, bro. Like, you know, you, you whenever I'm <laughs> ignorant of something, you 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 like you 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 enlighten me. And that's why I respect you. Because you don't belittle me. No, you're not, not ignorant. It's it's just that you're not you're not knowledgeable. Right. That's uh that's totally different. Ignorant ignorance disrespect. I would never call you ignorant. Ignorant is like accepting a fact of a Oh title. no no no. I mean like <laughs> when I say ignorant, I don't mean it in a disrespectful light. I mean like like unaware, right? Because that's mostly what ignorant is. Ignorance is 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 a lack of awareness. So my lack of awareness, yeah. Really? I thought I thought ignorant means like non acceptance of uh any type of knowledge. No, that would, I would think that's there's a word for that, but was. I I understand ignorance as, um, well, I mean, listen, it's all depending on the context, right? So in my context for ignorance, it's more or less like not being aware of, of, of the, the subject uh, in that sense. So, you know, and I understand, you know, obviously I wasn't knowledgeable in that, but you know what? You took the time to explain that to me and now I understand. And now guess what? I just gained some knowledge and that is beautiful. And that's respect. You know, and you know that's that that kind of comes full circle to everything we've spoken about for the last minutes. Exactly. You know, you could have just sat here and went, "Well, look it up yourself," or you don't even know. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) How old are you? Like, were you living under a rock? Yeah. No, you took the time to explain that, and I appreciate that. I do. You're welcome. So you're welcome. I want to go back to um, what we were talking about before. Uh, and I think sure. you were mentioning, sure. oh yeah, so kindness, right? So like the act of rather like your 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 question was like when what is our limit, right? So where do we draw the line when it comes to offering kindness and offering our help? Because these 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 individuals, they were they were like the paramounts of of like the paramount of moral authority. So these guys, they did their best to do everything they could and do it right. And they didn't let they didn't let outside forces uh, change that mentality no matter what they were very very in that yeah that's, but, that's very big that's so, very big yeah. so then as humans like why is like as as a regular like as, as regular people you know we all have our breaking points you know we all have different levels of patience with people and it's so 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 hard sometimes for some people you know like take take me and my wife for example I have a large amount of patience. It takes a lot for someone to break me to a point where I'm going to get angry and like disgustingly like negative. But my wife, it's like a snap. All it takes is one trigger word, one thing that you say, and it's like immediate. You know, everybody has a level of patience. Mm. So it, it, it's, it's, it's difficult for some people. It's easier for some others. Um, but I do say that I do agree with you. I think that you should do everything you can for people. And if what you're doing doesn't get the message and you feel like at some point they are not going to improve, not only does it become a detriment to them, but slowly it becomes a detriment to you. And that's when you have to away because yeah. now you become absorbed in that, you know? You know what this you know the saying misery loves company, right? So yeah. In his mm-hmm. misery or her misery, that misery will slowly shoulder upon you, and then it's going to affect you in your daily life. So sometimes you have to cut that out before it starts to infect you and and the people around you. So, so this is this is what I start to wonder. Like, let's say one day they actually really need you, and it's not just like 
being, uh, you know, lazy or whatever words people use. And then God asks you when, when you do approach him and my, you know, belief that you're going to, you're going to atone for everything, right? You, for your good deeds, your bad deeds in this world and the next world. Right. So if, um, if this person really needs you and he actually hits you up and you're so fed up and you're so blind to this, uh, thing that you were so used to and you gave up, God is going to be like, Hey, you know, I was forgiving to you on your worst day. And why was it that you weren't forgiving mm. to this person? So that, that makes me want to not give up, you know? And if you need a break, that's all, that's, that's fine. But to give up completely is, right. is very difficult because there's going to be a day that, you know, that person really is at their worst and it's, it's, it's worse than how you saw them. You know, it's just, a downhill, but the bottom of the pit right. type thing, you know what I mean? Um, and so when you're when you're hit at that right. point, what do you do? That that's the most difficult part. Right. So you let me pose a it. question to you then. Um, could yeah. you say? Could you? Would you feel the same way? But for someone that refuses to want to change, and they use the concept of forgiveness in that sense, which the, inv the scenario that you brought about where, you know, someone needs your help and you, you know, do you accept them? If they are purposely being toxic, they are purposely being disrespectful and they use that as a, as a scapegoat to try to come into your life and benefit from you and leech off of you. Do you continue to help? Like, is there is there a point yeah, in time that's, that's, where that's you exactly understand, you know what, though, you know, I believe that you should be forgiven and you should be helped. Your your behavior is very, very, very bad for what I have in my life. It's not good for me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that's 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 exactly what I'm I'm wondering. Like, when is that point? Like when you do reach it or somebody does reach it. And they're asking for that help and you're, you had enough, you know, like everybody has their limit. And this person was asking you because they trusted you because not everyone is going to go to, you know, anyone and everyone to ask for advice and help just like a person who goes to their supervisor at the last minute. Um, yeah. Like when, you know, you're, you're, what if you're questioned for not, you know, helping that person at their time of need? So that that's what I'm wondering, like, uh, what yeah. happens then? I mean, in my case, in my case, the way yeah. I always approach cool. it is if I feel that you are not doing everything in your power to help yourself, even with my assistance, I take a step back. So like for my brother, I took a step back. If he were to come to me wanting to improve his life, I'd be more than happy to accept him back. You know, I'm not going to shun him away you know, even if he was disrespectful to me in the past, because that's just how I am. You know, I can't sit here and, and hold grudges, you know, because it, it's so unhealthy for me. I've seen I've tried to do it where I've been so upset at somebody that I just wanted to hold my hate and my my distaste for them. But it it, it eats away at you in a way that like I can't even describe like it's it's almost like life loses its flavor when you start to and you start to hold that in. Wow. So I've always adopted this pro principle wow. of, you know what? Forgive and forget. Like, don't forget, but forgive. 
you know, because forgive, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot to oh. forgive. It takes a lot to hate, but it doesn't take a lot to forgive. Wow. That, that's, that's actually perfectly oh, said, man. Thanks. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's the same thing as getting a flu. Like whenever you're sick, like your body is going through a fighting process and whatever you try to eat and it doesn't have no flavor. It, it, that that that's like a hard thing. Man. Oh hell yeah, and uh, so it's and that and that's an interesting yeah. analogy. You're like, you know, like a like a disease, like a flu. You know, for the most part, you're sick. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't uh you can't operate at full capacity. You know, and you need help. Yeah. So there are things in your body, your immune system, that back you up and holds you up and help you fight. And then you get better, and you can you can do the things that you were meant to do. I love that's a beautiful analogy. I like that. Mm. I can connect with that. You came up. We came up with it together. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Great minds think alike. And that's why I love talking to you because you invoke thoughts. Man, you know, you know, you know, there was a thing that you said about um, carrying, you know, like the dark cloud that you can't do it for long. Um, There's a thing in the Quran that states that. If you, uh, let's say if right. you commit a sin, right? Uh, it, it, I don't know if it's metaphysical, but it, it's kind of uh, scientific in a way where if if somebody has mm-hmm. a minor heart attack, right? A part of their heart dies. Wait, really? So the heart cell dies and it never Jesus. revives. Yeah, it literally turns black. It wow. literally turns black. So... so a person who has like some sort of heart failure and is not getting the the blood to that part of the heart, it, it starts to die. That and is it never scary as hell. Yes. So it's important to take care of your body, number one. Uh, but so the, the metaphysical or physical part about doing a sin uh, is that the the black dot basically gets to your heart. And so Imagine mm-hmm. a whole heart being black. Right. It's it's cold hearted. You know what I mean? So uh to to do things over and over again, people turn cold and it's very hard to bring that back. Mm. Same thing with the heart cell. So for you to feel something, that means that your heart is, you know, basically alive. Because a lot of people walk around not not caring because They've done it so many times that the first time mm-hmm. your body says, no, this is wrong, you know? And the second time is like, no, you're doing something wrong. Third time is less, fourth, fifth. And it becomes to a point where it's a habit. And it doesn't even right. matter anymore. You know what I mean? So that's basically like a, a black heart. That's a really interesting concept. And it's just it, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like they say that when somebody goes. No, I think it's the concept wait, of not again? being able to recover from something like that is really sad. Yeah, it's it's that that's why like uh, it's important to stop certain things before it becomes to a point where you don't feel anything at all. That's that's what you know. People who kill people—that's pretty much the same thing. The first person they kill is just like, "Oh crap, I did this," or and then the second time they do, it's less, and then they right, become, become you know it. a psychopath. Yeah, a lot a lot of serial killers started by killing animals, exactly. and you know they they would do that often. And like you said, eventually they become numb to it. So now they need to, mm-hmm. they need some, they need the next stimuli and the next stimuli is something extreme, like yeah. the person, because 
for them it's exhilarating you know the first kill so they they they, they that becomes like yeah. um a drug to them that they can't uh they want more they want more they can't fight that urge so it's, it's sad but yeah. that's that's what happens well you know thankfully you have love in your life thankfully i have love in my life and we can spread that to the people that are in our lives uh you know i've always tried to i always try to see i always yeah. look at at the people around me and i and i ask myself what can i do to to assist them you know i don't like to make anybody's life difficult i like to to make people laugh you know it takes a lot it takes more muscles to uh to smile and i think that it is to frown is that what it is that is that how it works i believe there's more muscle you use more uh more muscles to smile than you do to frown and um i don't know when you're in a room with people laughing with you it's a beautiful thing people don't laugh enough man so the people that are listening today i encourage yeah. you you know find that love find your loved ones find your friends get you know laugh with them laugh with them because you know that 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 we need a little more we need a little more good in our lives we need we need more happiness in our lives that that was that was perfect man uh, the advice that that's that's really Especially needed now. at the time right now but you know what i can say that i'm glad i have you as a friend bro i'm glad that we're doing this thing cuz like i said very engaging very fun and i hope that people i hope the people that are listening to this you know you guys can 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 learn something from us because you know our lives are are, are an experience our lives are are your book you know read through us read through us and learn from us you know that's all you can do in life right and, and practice exactly. practice is very important yeah because you you could have a whole type of knowledge and you don't even practice it you you're not going right. to be perfect till you aim practice. to be better than you were yeah. yesterday hey we'll be here for you yes. exactly and that's why we'll you're be here alive. for you so do yes. the best that you can do the best that you yes, can yes that's very important we believe in you you can do it Maybe you needed to hear that today, you know. That was so positive, <laughs> amazing. Oh, no, that really that good. lightened my talking heart. Talking with today, you lightens bro. my heart. Thank you. So I feel like I can tackle the rest of the day in oh, a positive man. light, you know. All all the the all the cloud, all the all the doubt, all the darkness just left my mind. It's clear. It's clear as day. So now I'm ready to tackle on my next task, which is my son. So. I think we should just wrap. I think we. I think we're ready to wrap this up. We're hitting the almost the one hundred mark. I I am, I am. I just wanted you to keep going because it was so beautiful. <laughs> I just like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna hum to this one because oh, this, this is hitting. But um, listen, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, bro. So, no, thank you, man. I, I think everyone needed sure. this. I needed this. And I, I hope everyone really does listen to what you said and what we said um, to take that experience and not have that black heart in, the, in um, at you know one point in their lives. Just don't even don't even repeat the same things that you felt bad about doing the first time because you never learned from the first time. Then and you know practicing something to beat it is more strength to your heart and actually make it pure and and um, you know alive. Right. So and for those again, people that are listening, do not allow your problems um, to weigh you down. You know, let them go. Acknowledge them. Let them go, and become stronger from those from the from that lesson that you learned from those problems. Um, I guess you know with that beautiful intro or ending. 
So today is Friday, February 26, 2021. It's a beautiful day in New York Ooh. City. It's 43 degrees. And it's sunny. The sun is going down. It's almost time to pray. And um, I wish everyone has a beautiful day. Have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good evening or good night. And enjoy the rest of your week. And Cheers. We'll see you next time.